In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Tokenet Radio, Toki Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. Happy Valentine's Day to all my loves out there. And if you're listening to this show, I do. I love you and I appreciate you. And I have such heartfelt gratitude for you. Thank you for being here today. And we have a really hot topic on this Valentine's Day from what to wear to what colors to decorate your bedroom to how to group items on your dresser top and things that you shouldn't have surrounding you and and wonderful, wonderful word on clutter and decluttering and how to attract true love into your life. So I'm really going to be listening to my guest today because I think I'm ready for that little um, thing to occur in my life to have some wonderful, handsome man step in. So this is a good show for me to take part in today. Today we have Deanna Radai, and she is also affectionately known as the House Whisperer. And she is a nationally recognized speaker on healthy home design, and she has also been featured on CNN.com and writes a regular column for The Examiner. She also contributes to SheKnows.com and The Diva Toolbox, so she is really out there. And Deanna is here to talk to us about using feng shui principles to attract love and to enhance your existing relationships beginning today on Valentine's Day. Welcome, Deanna. <laughs> Thank you, Sue. I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. This is just going to be so much fun. You know, I'll tell you what. First of all, I'm going to be so right out there. I love feng shui. I use the bagua in the middle of my vision board so that yep. I make sure they have total life balance. But my bedroom girl is messed up. Oh, <laughs> if, I'll tell you, if, if, I could, if I could only design bedrooms for the rest of my design career, I'd, I would be so ecstatic. Um, but part of the, the my design philosophy, just for people out there, I don't just do feng shui. I call it integrative lifestyle design, and I've used uh, together Eastern and Western design principles. So it's kind of this melting pot of feng shui, eco-friendly and universal design tips. And then I actually have a corporate marketing background, so I bring in my goal setting, which is kind of where the law of attraction comes in. So 
it's creating these healthy, balanced spaces that actually serve a purpose and a function. And when we look at our bedrooms, you know, we think about we spend a third of our time in the bedroom, sleeping, getting ready, blah, blah, blah. And it's usually the last room that ever gets completed. You know, when you move into a new house, we think of uh, taking care of our public spaces first. And then our bedrooms end up becoming these secondary places where, you know, all the catch-all stuff, you know, gets thrown that Uh doesn't fit anywhere else. So it's the unused exercise equipment. It's laundry, dirty or not dirty. (laughs) What else are we going to stack up here? Close the door. (laughs) Yes, yes. And from a well, from a health standpoint, that's bad. Um, from you know, because subconsciously, you know, you're 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 just being surrounded by all of these unfinished projects, things that you should do but you're not doing, i.e., the exercising, um, the clutter, and you know, I hope we can really get into the accessory um, portion of this too. So it affects you from a physical standpoint or from a health standpoint, from a feng shui standpoint, the bedroom corresponds with the relationship area. Each room corresponds with a different life area on the bagua. So again, when we're looking at the bedroom, what is the state of your relationships? And it can be business, it can be social, or on this Valentine's Day, romantic. Mm, like <laughs> and, that. Oh, yeah. You know, so... I literally, I, I can walk into your bedroom and I can pretty much tell you what's going on <laughs> in your life, the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> okay, so Deanna, right there, I have to ask you, what is yep. the most, like, ridiculous thing you've ever seen in a bedroom? <laughs> okay, um, there's two, well, the one, I guess, wasn't so ridiculous because it fit the person whose room it was in. Um, the most, I, I literally was horrified, you know, you try and be... Non-judgmental because it's it's not my space, and you know we're designing. I design, you know, for my for my people um, and their lifestyles. But a buddy was moving in with her boyfriend into his apartment, and she said, "Just you know, keep your mouth shut when you walk into the bedroom." So now, you know, I'm kind of, hmm, what are we going to find here? <laughs> you know, it was a six foot painting of his mother no and his mother was a model back in the day and it was a nude painting <gasps> of his mother when she was in her 20s and it was in his bedroom oh. Yeah, oh i mean you know just start waving the red flags <laughs> How can you compete with that, right? It's bad enough that it's mom, but she's a nude, beautiful, gorgeous model, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was probably the most... (sighs) (laughs) And Deanna, were you really able to keep your mouth shut? No, it it no. dropped a little. <laughs> you know, you know, because I'm from Wisconsin, you know, so I'm used yeah. to the some of the stuffed animals, you know, that you get greeted with. I've had, you know, the six foot stuffed bears, um, the guns in the bedroom, you know. So I, I, you know, I've kind of seen a lot, uh, but was I ever expecting that? No, <laughs> that's kind oh, of set the standard. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. God, that's great. And no, they didn't last. They, they did break up a couple months later. I mean, I would have the moment I walked into that bedroom, but <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> yeah, I would have too. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Oh, my goodness. That is so funny. Uh-huh. Oh, so, uh-huh. so, wow. It sounds like such a rounded, a well-rounded program you've got going. And I know yes. that you have um, the Clutter Counselor Program, too, yes. which yes. you just launched. Tell us yes. a little bit about that. Oh, it is. A, so much fun, and in fact, we're, I'm later this week launching a more laser uh, program with this, but the Clutter Counselor came about because whether it was I was doing a design consultation, a specific feng shui consultation, or, or teaching a workshop, the same question kept coming up, and it's, what do I do with my stuff? And after eight years, you know, of working with this and finding out the, you know, the attachments and why do you have these attachments and then adding the feng shui into it. And so it's looking at the physical clutter, money clutter, and relationship clutter. And so people say, oh, Deanna, you know, you're a designer. What does money and relationships have to do with it? Well, it does from the feng shui standpoint. You know, so, you know, are we looking at the relationship area? Are we looking at the abundance area, which are the two top areas that people ask me about and right. to design for? And for my business clients, I do, um, I, I work on offices. I've designed a couple of health and wellness clinics and, you know, that kind of thing. So I do have a business clientele as well, too, that corresponds with the relationship and the money clutter aspect. And it's, it's amazing. So it's going through the, the practical tips of the, the getting rid of the stuff, looking and taking ownership of your stuff, and then tips on being able to design a supportive space to help attract Mm -hmm. what you want into your life or what you're trying to achieve with your business space. So, Deanna, then how does physical clutter really Mm -hmm. affect your, your odds, let's say, of attracting that soulmate into your life? Huge. (laughs) <laughs> it, it's it's huge, you know. Um, our the the philosophy that I live my life beyond, and I had to go through this whole program too when I was working on my feng shui certification, which was the the foundation for this. Clutter is the physical manifestation of your emotional baggage. So why are you hanging on to stuff? And where your stuff accumulates, like, again, why I can walk into a space and if you've got piles of magazines in your relationship area, nine times out of ten, and I honestly haven't found the the tenth one yet, <laughs> but I'm going to say that, just, um, you're, you're having issues in relationships. Now, it could be romantic, it could be business, or it could be social, you know, having intimate relationships with other people. Mm-hmm. and networking and stuff. So it's it's huge. It's huge. As within, so without. So what's going on inside is always um, projected outside, and it does manifest in your stuff, how you keep your home. Um, weird, if we're talking about relationship clutter, I got two, ex- two good examples of this one. One was um, someone I went to high school with who I was talking to at a reunion went through a bitter, bitter, bitter 
<laughs> divorce. Oh, no. And she was still hanging on to it. She couldn't let it go. And when you looked around the house, you know, there was still things that were displayed that were wedding presents, that were things that were from, oh, you know, wow. that relationship. This same person also had gotten a, a cashmere sweater from someone she was dating. And when they broke up, you know, obviously still had the sweater. And it's, you know, beautiful cashmere sweater. Who's, who doesn't love cashmere? And every time she would get complimented on the sweater, it would bring up, you know, all the garbage. Oh, that nasty so and so, blah blah blah. You know, so you you've got to let it go. Um, from quantum physics, you know, nature yeah. abhors a vacuum. So if you want anything new to come to your into your life, you need to make room for Perfect. something new. Diana, we're going into break, and we're Great. coming right back to this. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. The Way of the Toddler with hosts Lita and Lori Hamilton is a show unlike any other parenting program you've ever heard. Zen Masters in Diapers? Yes. Join us Tuesday afternoons at 5, 4 Central here on Toginet as we celebrate parenthood as a spiritual path for a journey to inner peace. With thought-provoking and spiritually compelling guests, each week Lita and Lori will explore how our children help us with the lessons we came here to learn, adding deeper meaning to our lives and relationships while giving you valuable gems to add to your unique parenting toolkit. Check out the website, thewayofthetoddler.com. With great humor and honesty, Lita and Lori will demonstrate how inner peace is possible even when surrounded by poopy diapers and piles of laundry and what we can learn from the innate wisdom and natural spirituality of our Zen masters and diapers. It's The Way of the Toddler with Lita and Lori Hamilton. Tuesday afternoons at 5, 4 Central, here on toginet.com. Come Learn With Me is a show created as much for the host as the audience. Join host Danny Walker, Wednesdays at 11, noon Central, on toginet.com, as she invites you to get your boots on and walk through life's triumphs and troubles with her. Come Learn With Me is the beginning of a movement, a community filled with caring people who share information, allowing everyone to participate, gain, and grow. What works? What doesn't? Your host, Danny Walker, is a self-proclaimed student, not ex and she'll share very candidly passions, perspectives, failures, her family's battle with illness, her restaurant inspirations to keep being a wife, parent, and more, all the while including industry experts, disease survivors, and guests to add to the mix. For more on Danny and her show, go to dannywalker.com, D-A-N-I walker.com. If you've ever searched high and low to find answers to sickness, disease, and debt, come learn with me and let's get our questions answered together. Come learn with me with host Danny Walker, Wednesdays at 11, noon central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. And a 
happy Valentine's Day to you. We are going to learn about how to attract that special lover into your life or how to entice the lover you have in your life here with expert Diana Radai from Bante Design, learning about decluttering. So, Diana, let's for a minute, because, you know, I'm kind of thinking in my mind here as you're talking and I've got all these questions. Um, one, I have one question about just a, a functional um, feng shui question if you don't mind okay. and that is nope not at all okay good using the bagua I hear so many different ways to do this and when yeah. we when we talk about the different guas and we're talking about the bedroom are we are we using the bagua the main door from the bedroom um to set up our different guas or do we use the main entrance from the house to do that Okay, this is where feng shui gets confusing and throws a lot of people off. <laughs> and it's like, this is stupid. It's really not stupid, everybody. It's really totally worth it. I always look at the whole house first. Okay. So look at the floor plan of the entire house and then kind of, and, then, and again, this is if I'm doing a, a feng shui consultation, and then, you know, kind of tweak and look at what um, areas and goals, you know, that the client wants to work on. Now, if someone says specifically relationship or someone hires me to come in and do a bedroom design, okay, mm-hmm. then you're standing at the door of the bedroom looking in. Okay. So it's always the far right corner. I know it can it can be confusing, but I work with the whole first and then specific room. Okay, thank you. Thank you. And for anyone who doesn't uh isn't familiar with feng shui and doesn't know what a bagua is, you know what I do. I don't know. Do you have one on your site somewhere, Diana? Uh, a picture of one? I've got videos okay. uh, on the on the site and also we have a Bonte Design YouTube channel where I've done little feng shui minis that are like three minutes and under that, you know, have some little tips so that that should help. Otherwise, you can type in uh, Bagua, B-A-G-U-A, um, into your search engine on, and, um, on images, and one will come up. Think of like a tic-tac-toe board. That's how I always yeah. try and tell people. Yeah. Yeah. And Bonte is B-A-N-T-E Correct. design. Right. Yep. So they can yep. find you. Good. Wonderful. Okay. That helps. And then my second question is, you know, we're talking about clutter and the importance of removing this this clutter and how it represents, you know, mm-hmm. as you said, as within, so without. Yep. Um, and I walk into my bedroom and, and, and you know what, guys, it's all about me here today. Okay. I'm the host <laughs> and I'm ready for love. So it's all about me. Um, <laughs> so I walk into my bedroom and it's not cluttered. You know, the bed is always made, it's always uh-huh. dusted, it's always nice, but uh-huh. <clears throat> don't go into my closet or my drawers, okay? Oh, it is, it's bad. Oh, talk to me. <laughs> and something else that I also want to say clutter isn't always just piles of laundry and things strewn about. Clutter is anything that's unloved, unused, and unneeded. Okay? So if you just bought a bunch of pictures that are up on the wall just, you know, because, if you don't have a positive attachment and it doesn't serve any purpose 
in the space. It shouldn't be in the space. Ooh, I love that. I've never yes. heard that perspective. Yes. Loved oh, yes. Okay. Yep. yep. And so when we're talking about the bedroom specifically, the bedroom is for rest and for romance. It is not for watching TV. It is not for exercising. It is not for, you know, list your thousand and one other excuses that I get. But Deanna, but Deanna, but Deanna. No, 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 it goes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, so if I have a television inside of an armoire that stays shut all day, is that really bad? And all night? If you close, yeah, as long as it's closed, especially when you're sleeping, from a health standpoint, number one, there's the EMGs, okay, yes. the electrical magnetic um, frequency or EMFs, EMGs, what am I thinking of? EMFs that can disrupt your nervous system. And there are some people who are very sensitive, mm-hmm. you know, to all of, you know, this energy that's about, but from a health aspect, it does disrupt you because we do have electricity, you know, that runs through our systems. That's what our you know, our, our neurological system is, okay, the electrical impulses. Okay, so as long as it's closed. From a feng shui standpoint, that's a big black eye staring at mm-hmm. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're so right on about yeah. those EMFs. Even yeah. alarm clocks, the digital yeah. radios, yeah. The, the cordless phones, get yep. those moved, right? Or at least... Three, they have to be at least three feet away from your head when you're sleeping. So if you, you know, whatever alarm clock you have or your iPod or your cell phone charger, you, you know, all of these things, as long as it's three feet away from where your head is, it helps minimize the impact. So wherever you have the charging station set up. Mm. I'm going to hook you up with my friend, Deanna. She has a, a Gia wellness business. I don't Ooh, know if cool. you've ever heard of them. And they have little protector um, guards that you can put on electronic devices and such sure. to help minimize the effect. Yeah. there's And like I said, some people are very sensitive. One of my clients They were in an apartment in their master bedroom butted up against the electrical room for the apartment building. And it's like, oh, people, (laughs) we need to work around. Oh, my goodness. And I'm hearing a lot of, oh, Deanna, but, you know, my closet is here, or I don't have a lot of space, or this and that, and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. You know, again, these are general tips that, you know, we're throwing out there in each space is different. And sometimes you have to work with it. If you've got a studio apartment and there's nowhere else to put your desk or the TV, whatever, then, you know, you have to be creative using screens. I love trifold screens. I use them in my house. I love them to help delineate and differentiate space. I also use a lot of fabric and curtain panels, you know, creating canopies around the bed, you know, to help with protection. So there are ways of tweaking and still making it beautiful because unless you are building it from scratch, not every space is going to be perfect. So I do realize that. (laughs) Oh, I know. Right. And it's finding, you know, what what do you call them? Cures or remedies? What do you call them? Um, Cures. cures, I call it tweaking. 
tweaking. You know, I say <laughs> every, to be all every official here. yeah, it's you know, and and that's fine. I I deal with such a a diverse clientele. You know, a, a lot of my business is actually dealing in healthcare with people who have mental and physical disabilities, and hospitals, and and doctors. And then the other half is. You know, people who have varying degrees of knowledge of either eco-friendly and, and green design or feng shui or, you know, they heard me speak and liked what I said and just, can you do that? Yes, I can. You know? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. And I, okay, and I also so want to make it. the clutter in the drawers okay. and the clutter in the closet. Okay. Yep. You, I, I heard you sigh and go, oh, you know. Yep. Well, just tell me real quick, why is that bad? What, you know? Clutter unseen is as bad as clutter seen. All right. So it's like you're putting on a happy face even though, you know, you feel like garbage on the inside. And this is as my business coach just hammers into my head pretty much. As you do one thing, you do everything. So it's like you're just putting frosting on a burnt cake. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Time this <laughs> Sorry. Weekend, time to tackle the closet. Mm. All right. Okay, so let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about, you know, the tweaking. Um color choices. Um if one were to paint their colors to be most conducive to first attracting love and then enhancing relationship, what what choices are the best? Okay. In the relationship, life area, or gua, there's three colors, depending on where you're at. Red, if you're in a legally binding relationship, okay? So this is engaged with a date set, married, business partnership. Then red, perfect color. Pink, if you're single and looking for a relationship. Peach, Coral, anything in the orange family, if you're single and looking not so much for a relationship. <laughs> oh, oh boy, that doesn't even include my, my color choices. Oh, darn. <laughs> <laughs> but now I also want to say the, these aren't the colors that you have as your primary color in your oh. bedroom. These are colors that you would use as your accent color or oh. colors that you would wear or incorporate into, say, your um, having a romantic dinner tonight for two, you and your sweetie, you know, then you would incorporate reds and pinks either in the floral arrangements, the flatware, the tableware, uh, the food choices, things like that. You would never get a good night's sleep in a red bedroom because red um, literally raises your body temperature and your heart rate. So you would never get a good night's sleep at all. Okay. So. <laughs> so we have about a minute till break, um, okay. another break. Uh, can you list a few, an idea or two that might be good for, for matching things, pairing things in your room? What do you what do you mean? Well, like I've heard that if you put two of something in your love card. Oh yeah, you you always want to display things in twos in the bedroom. That represents a couple or a pair. So you stay away from the one candle in the candle holder because that represents individual, single, or in threes, that's a third person coming in between the two of you. So, yeah, things would be in twos. So two candles, two roses, or, you know, whatever flower of choice, Um, two chocolates with two glasses of wine. (laughs) Mm, I would eat them both and drink them both. Well, you know... (laughs) 
Oh my goodness. Okay. Okay. And um, accent colors in pink if you're looking, red if you're in, and corals and oranges yep. if you're not so much. Chase those oh, yeah. men and away thank and you, you know, for an anniversary or for Valentine's Day, you know, throw on the red sheets, you know, go for it, yeah. you know, or pillows, throws, you know, the, the lingerie you know, that you're wearing. Okay. That's All how right. you incorporate that. Here we that. go into break. We'll be right back with Diana Rahi. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Get ready for the Not-So-Soccer Mom Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not-So-Soccer Mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. In the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Bomb with Jill Hickey. Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. Here on this wonderful Valentine's Day, talking about all sorts of wonderful things like clutter and color and all the things a girl fancies with our special in house now resident feng shui expert, Diana Rattai. <laughs> you didn't know that about yourself until just now, right, girl? <laughs> oh, such fun, such 
fun. I'm learning so much. I, just, I can't tell you. I'm just having such a fun time. Well, um, it's a fun, you know, it's a fun topic and it's a lot of it really is common sense. It's just coming at it from this different perspective. I didn't realize, you know, that I was thinking like that and then how it affects different relationships and things and how your life plays out. I mean, it, it's fun. I, I mean, I think it's a blast. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do too. I do too. You have, you and I, I think we have the best jobs in the whole wide world. Yes. <laughs> I love what I, I love, love, love what I do. I, I just, I wake up every day and I just, I do with a smile on my face. It's fun. I love it. Helping other people, creating beautiful spaces. I mean, come on. Oh, <laughs> it's great. What would you want, right? And it really shows through. I'm sure you are Thanks. just a blast to work with. <laughs> Blast. Oh my goodness. As long as I have okay. my Starbucks, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> so any any other like major don'ts in the bedroom in terms of attracting love or enhancing relationships? Yeah, when you're you're looking at the accessory choice that you have in your room, again go back to what I stated before, rest or romance. So what kind of pictures do you have hanging up? You know, hopefully not the nude of your mother, you know, in your <laughs> 20s. Um, but one, and I found this a lot, and I was actually, I, I was kind of surprised by this, but this hit me. I, I did a, a TV spot this morning, and it, it came to me when we were talking about this. In women's bedrooms, particularly, single women, and I found this numerous, numerous times, that a lot of the pictures and artwork that was displayed in the bedrooms, no matter how beautiful the bedroom was, it was of single women, you know, in in whatever kind of pose, whatever the, the artwork was, or always pictures with them and their friends. So again, when we're going from the feng shui standpoint, we want to attract romantic love into our life. There's nothing about romantic love or romance in those types of pictures. Now, there's nothing wrong with having and displaying the pictures of you and your friends. That's great, just not in the bedroom. And the same thing goes for no pictures of your kids, no pictures of your in-laws or your parents. If it's not rest or romance, it doesn't go in the bedroom. So it's really, I, I get some people who get really frustrated with me sometimes when we're working on the bedroom and they're like, let's just paint. And I'm like, no, we're not just painting. We need to talk first. <laughs> we always, I always sit down and we have a 15 to 30 minute interview and talk about what, what exactly are you looking for? What is the purpose of this space? What do you think of when I say romance? What do you think of when I say wealth and abundance? Uh, one of my friends, who's also a designer, I, I was actually working on her office, and when I said this with abundance, the first thing she said was fields of sunflowers. And I thought, what a cool thing, but that represented abundance to her. So we did kind of uh, pictures of sunflowers in her office. So I challenge everybody who's listening, what represents romance to you? Is it a walk on the beach? Is it in the garden? Is it a romantic bistro dinner for two? Think, really think about what ro- represents romance to you and then take from those images and that symbolism and you're bringing that 
into your bedroom. Well, I love that spin that you put on it, Dana, because it's it's what represents abundance or romance or whatever to us. Yep. And you don't have rules about, you know, two roses or no, you know, no, whatever. No, no, no. Some people don't like roses. And to be honest, I get asked this question all the time. You know, what does my home reflect how I design for other people? No. <laughs> because my my lifestyle is different from like what yours would be or my clients who have four kids and a dog or the single guys who are traveling all the time. So I go about it, this is my philosophy, and then I make it work for you because you're the one who's got to live in the space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So so starting from scratch then for someone <laughs> when you're doing this design okay. and you yep. go into their bedroom and yep. you said that the accent colors would be these three choices. What about yep. the primary wall colors? Does that matter? Um, yes. I oh. <laughs> I always use cool colors in okay. passive spaces, which would be a study, bedrooms, um, things like that. Your active rooms, which would be your kitchen, hallways, living rooms, family rooms. Then you use your warm colors. Going back from a color therapy standpoint, warm colors raise body temperature and blood pressure and connotate action. Okay, your cool colors lower your body temperature, lower your blood pressure, and are in action. So for a bedroom, you want to get a good night's sleep. So I choose then from a cool color scheme and then punch it up with some, with a warm color here and there. Okay, very good. Okay. Yeah. And then with the bagua, you know, you mm-hmm. want to lay it at your, your doorway. And um, yep. obviously, it'll tell you which is your romance corner, right? Yep. Yep. Far right um, corner. Is, is that the primary corner we're concerned about then when we're redesigning our bedrooms today? <laughs> it depends. The bed is the most important piece of furniture in the bedroom. I know that's obvious, duh. Okay. (laughs) And whenever you are space planning out a room, you always want to take the main piece of furniture, desk in an office, stove in a kitchen, um, main seat um, in the family room, living room, and put it in what's called the power position. And that is the diagonal corner from the doorway looking in. Now, this may or may not be the relationship area, depending where the door is hung. If the door is hung to the right, it's going to be the far left corner. If the door is hung on the left, it'll be then the relationship corner. So we start out with that. <laughs> where are we placing oh, the bed? Now we're talking about being done. The door's hung in oh, different yeah. directions. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, so yeah. my door is hung from the left. It opens up, so my relationship corner is the far right, correct? And so, correct. Okay, good. Well, the um, relationship corner is always going to be in the, fu- in the far right. Oh, yeah, but the bed. When you're standing the, the, at the door. Okay. The power position, the power if you're... Position. Is would also then be on the far right. Now then, this is where we get into the where are your vents for your HVAC unit, where are windows, where are closets, and right. then we tweak from there. There really is a process oh, okay. <laughs> with it. But right, yeah, good. so ideally okay. the bed should be in the power position. 
Okay, that's interesting. And mm-hmm. not not necessarily centered in the room like mine is. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, and, and again, you know, depending on how big you know the room is and how big your bed is. Ideally, you want to get into bed from either side with okay. ease. Okay, because again, whether you're in a relationship or you want to invite a relationship into your life, you want to make it easy, easy. <laughs> right? Yeah. So you don't want people climbing all over, you know, well, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> when well, you're getting easy in. <laughs> yeah, it's in Texas, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but make it easy to get, excuse me, to get in on either so there has to be room. And there have been some rooms, uh, especially in older homes, you know, the, the bedroom literally may only be 8 by 9, 8 by 10, and you're trying to fit a king-size bed. And, yes, I've had people who've had to do that. Oh, then dear. the bed is the only piece of furniture that's in the room, period. That's it. You know, and we have to find you know, other space for the dressers or creative ways to, you know, put away clothes and things. But, yes, that's what you have to do. (laughs) Talk to me a little bit about money clutter. What exactly does that mean? (gasps) Money clutter is all of the garbage and stuff that stops up your abundance. Now, how I was taught this, I actually went through a, a certification program on money breakthrough, <laughs> which, ah. which, which, which was a lot of fun. But it's the attachments and the stories that you have surrounding money. And it was really shocking to me when I started talking about this, of how many people don't have a savings or a checking account. And it's like, well, you don't even have a place for money to go when you have money then. Well, yeah, but I'll get one when I, okay, no, 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 no. (laughs) Uh Because then you're coming in from this place of limbo and lack. You always have to act as if. So with money, um, trying to live an abundant lifestyle. Now, does that mean you charge up the limit on your credit cards? No, but it means buying the best that you can afford. Uh, one of my buddies, when we started, we started our companies at the same time. And, you know, it's rough at the beginning when you're trying to bootstrap a company. And she said, I will never be so poor that I can't afford Starbucks at least once a week. And we made a pact with each other that every Thursday we were going to meet and we were going to have our Starbucks and we were going to enjoy it and it was going to be fabulous. <laughs> yep, I'm there with you. <laughs> you know, so again, it's, it's, it's this mindset. And then going into more of, you know, are you someone that money wants to hang out with and looking at your purse and how your purse is organized and how your wallet's organized. And then getting into, you know, things to do you have debt, good versus bad debt, and then creating an abundant mindset and space for you as you create and try and grow your wealth and abundance. Mm, and that's so important. Okay, we're going to go into one final break. I can't sure. believe we're oh, okay. in an hour. And we're okay. here with Deanna Ruddy. <laughs> and you can find Deanna at uh, Bante Design, B-A-N-T-E-D-E-S-I-G-N.com and also at thecluttercounselor.com. Yeah. So make sure and look up Deanna for some wonderful further tips. And we next week have another wonderful guest. Vonda White is going to be with 
with us talking about her latest book, Success Against the Odds. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Hi, everybody. This is Pete Six of Beatles and Beyond. Why don't we all come together and hear some of the tracks off the latest Beatles release on this radio station. Why don't you look up the schedules on this radio station and join me and Beatles listeners everywhere to hear these latest releases from the Beatles on Beatles and Beyond with Pete Dix. Season Me is on Toginet, a delightful, thoughtful, serious, and not-so-serious call-in show with Cecil Murphy and Twyla Belk. Tuesday nights at 8, 7 central on toginet.com. You know Cease is the veteran author from 90 Minutes in Heaven, Gifted Hands, When a Man You Loved Was Abused, and many other books, as well as a mentor for writers. And Twyla Belk is an effervescent force known as the Gotta Tell Somebody Gal. She's also a writer and motivational speaker who's always bragging on God. For more on Cecil Murphy, go to his website, Cecil Murphy, that's P-H-E-Y dot com. And for Twyla, GottaTellSomebody.com. The show, Season Me, is a far-reaching, faith-based, shared conversation and call-in show with questions welcome. A chance to get everything out in the open. From questions about writing, to surviving sexual abuse, to the topics of the day. All from a Christian worldview to help you. Season Me, Cecil Murphy, Twyla Belk. Tuesday evenings today, 7 Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. Here speaking with the house whisperer and the clutter counselor, Deanna Radai. And you can find Deanna at vantedesign.com as well as deannaradai.com and as D E A N N A R A D A j.com and the cluttercounselor.com now diana i know that you have a radio show as well and um i have not listened to it yet but i think i'm going to become a regular fan where can we find you there it blog talk radio and there's feng shui fabulous which is once a month and we do feng shui tips um, get other feng shui people on who've applied it to their lives. It's, it's actually pretty fun. And then the Casa Verde show, which is all healthy um, design and lifestyle tips. So it's more interior design, architectural oriented, but it's all good stuff with color and space planning and other designer friends. And it's, it's all fabulous. Mm, and all those links will be on your website. Oh yeah. Right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. It'll Beautiful. take you all right there. Yep. Yeah. 
So, Deanna, as a, as a coach, I work with people who have money clutter and abundance clutter and blah, 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 all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I knew I know what methodologies and, and little tips and tricks I have up my sleeve to help people. How do you help people really move past the money clutter stuff? It, it's in our interviews, you really do find out a lot. You You hear a lot of, I can't. I can't afford this, I can't do this until, and it's listening for those trigger words, you know, where you hear where people will be stuck. It's getting out of the I can't afford to I can't afford. And getting out of living in a lack mentality or a poverty conscious mentality um, my coach calls it the bag lady mentality <laughs> you know living yeah, like you're poor like that. yeah yeah you know so what do you surround yourself with um, going back again to my friend Jennifer I will never I will always be able to afford my Starbucks you know so what is your Starbucks if you like to cook you know always trying to buy the best ingredients that you can afford to cook with or in the the cookware, you know, pots and pans that you buy. I have a friend who spent a hundred some dollars on a knife. It's like, oh my God, you know, (laughs) but I don't cook, you know, so it's not something that's important to me. So again, it's focusing on what does wealth and abundance mean to you? What do you want to do with that money? Because remember, money is merely just a means to an end. It isn't the end. You know, you don't earn money just to earn money. There's a purpose for money. So it's defining the purpose. Is it to pay off your house? Is it to buy a house? Is it to go on vacation? Is it to put your kid through school? You know, what to buy a pair of fabulous shoes. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. whatever whatever the reason is. So money needs to have a, a purpose. And then again, money needs a place to go. Do you have a place for it to go? <laughs> again, uh-huh. do you right. have like a, a checking, checking account? account? <laughs> that still floors me, but you know what it's whatever so it's working on those different levels and then creating a space that supports abundance and and shifting the mindset and it's something that everybody goes through you know I catch myself you know with that sometimes oh I should but I can't and then it's like oh no 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 don't say that right 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 and one of the things that I've really um adopted as as a habit is when I when I pay my bills each month instead yeah. of feeling resentment that oh my gosh the electric bill is $170 or yeah. you know what have you is I really I send out a lot of gratitude and love yep. with those bills that you have the money to pay uh-huh. the bill and that you had the heat you know to keep you warm and then this was really eye opening for me too it was good versus bad debt you know, it's there is good debt. It's investing in yourself. It's taking classes. It's investing in a good wardrobe for a new job because it's going to help you, you know, in your job. So it's, or are, are you charging tomatoes at the grocery store because, <laughs> you know, so looking at your good versus your bad debt. And again, being grateful that you have the money to pay it and the opportunity that it afforded you when you made these purchases. 
Mm-hmm. That was a huge shift for me. That was a huge shift for me when I learned that concept. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, so going back a little bit to feng shui then, um, mm-hmm. now we're talking about abundance, money, yep. wealth. Yep. That, that gua, what are some good physical things to put in that corner to represent abundance and wealth? Again, think of things that represent wealth and abundance to you. My friend with the pictures, you know, with sunflower fields, okay? To me, it's the beach because the beach to me represents total financial freedom because I'll be there with my hammock. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. You know, to some people, it's the boat. To some people, it's the car. To some people, it's, you know, name your whatever. Okay. So again, it's sitting, focusing, thinking what represents wealth and abundance to you, and then bringing items and symbols that represent that into the space. From a feng shui standpoint, you want to use the color purple or metallics. Okay. Think money. Okay. Um, I do a really cool, um, especially when there's a, a bathroom in this area, I love doing metallic washes or glazes on the wall because it gives it that really cool shine on the wall and a little bit of warmth if you're using a copper, if you're using a bronze or a gold, but just that nice, light, reflective, shimmer quality. Um, So metallics in the color purple and water elements. So this is where you would want to put your fountain, a tabletop fountain, a ship, um, any kind of water feature or picture of a water, uh, you know, like a waterfall um, or a lake. And then, again, you always want the water flowing into the space. So when you're hanging the picture, make sure that the water's flowing in. Because you don't want it flowing away from you. You want it flowing into you. Okay, so like a waterfall would be yep. good then. Yep. Okay, um, a lake with a stream yep. going outward in a way yep. would be a, a poor example. Unless the how you hang the picture, you know, that the stream is flowing, you know, somehow into the room. So, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, our our cute little producer Jill is saying she can she can put a dripping faucet in her bedroom, perhaps. No. Oh, waterfall. dripping faucets are bad. <laughs> tell Jill, bad, 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 bad. <laughs> like the. Tell, tell Jill why a dripping faucet may not be a oh, good idea. Oh, this is like oh, the hair just stood on the back of my neck. <laughs> like oh, the bedroom comic. corresponds with the relationship area bathrooms correspond with the wealth and abundance area, okay? So bathrooms are a real feng shui focus, if, if you want to uh, call it that. But if you have any kind of dripping faucet, you want to get it fixed right away because that's money slowly dripping yeah. away from you. So how important? Is it really critical to leave the toilet seat down? I mean, the lid? Um. Take it for what it's worth. Feng Shui philosophy states, yes, lid is down, doors are closed, and drains are covered. Now, not meaning that the plunger is down all the time, but that there's some kind of catch plunger that you don't have an open, exposed drain. And, I mean, you can go to any hardware store or whatever. They're like $1.29. They're very inexpensive. So cover your drains, people. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, cover drains, close the toilet lids, even if there's not a man in the house. I guess I have to start getting ready for the man in the house, right? That's right, act as if. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, this is just so much fun. Okay. (laughs) And, and, ooh, tell us about, I don't want to miss this point, tell us about your books. You've got some books out there. I love my books. Um, The first one is called Designing the Life of Your Dreams from the Outside In, and that's kind of the the whole philosophy of integrative lifestyle design. It's pretty much in 10 steps. So it goes a little bit into the law of attraction and feng shui, power position, creating a personal sanctuary, how to incorporate the five senses, the five elements into a space, and uh, clutter and detoxifying, you know, a little bit of how to read labels when you're purchasing like cleaners or paint, carpeting, that kind of thing. Feng Shui for Teens is the teen version of the first book. I do a lot of uh, workshops and work with teenagers. They are a blast. Um, And this book goes... Same things as in the first book, but talking about, you know, what are you looking for um, in a part-time job? Uh, teen rooms are a little bit of a challenge because they're multi-use rooms. You know, they don't just sleep in there. They entertain in there. They do homework in there. So a little bit of the challenges with designing a teen room. The next book that I'm working on is called Party Like You Mean It. Ooh, and it's- <laughs> fun. Let's go. Do you need to do any test pilots on that? Because I like to party. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is so, I've been having a blast with this. And this kind of started with my column, but employing or applying feng shui tips to event planning and celebrations from the color to the shapes and the elements into your design decor, into the shape of the table, to even menu items. I got a chef friend that I'm working on, so there'll be little uh, samples in there to what to wear, like for Christmas, for family harmony. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know, to birthday parties. And yeah, it's it's fun. And if you go to my examiner column and check out uh, my Valentine's Day column, you'll see a little bit of an example of it with sample Valentine's Day menus and things like that. And we can find that link on Bantai Design as well, right? Yep. Okay, wonderful. Well, Dana, this has just been so delightful, <laughs> Was so it fun? much fun, and I hope we connect again soon because I really definitely that. And definitely, uh, this is great. So, Diana Ruddy, BanteDesign dot com. Thank you, ma'am, and we shall talk soon. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Whether you're with somebody, go out with your friends and have some chocolate-covered strawberries and see a sappy romantic comedy. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody listening, join me in an hour. I'm doing a special broadcast on Blog Talk Radio with astrologer Sandy Rodek and attracting love through astrology. Blogtalkradio.com, EFT class, EFT class. See you soon. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka on Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and if you've